0: Give, give me the Tigers. Give me the Tigers. Let's see a crazy upset. I'm horny. Give it to me. I love let's it. Get, let's get wild. You're what? I'm excited. What? You heard him. You heard him. Let Damn me it. cook.
1: Cause we're way too high for you. Tripping like we got too much on. they got love before us cause we stand.
2: good morning good evening good afternoon welcome back to another rendition of the bros and the Berg podcast my name is ryan doyle and i'm the co-host of this beautiful show that we put on try to put on every week i'm joined by mr robbie bergstone my other co-host slightly more handsome than myself and then the man the king the guy who makes the show run the executive producer connor doyle yeah, i know hold the applause hold the applause hello
0: most handsome member of the podcast as no. well. It's really it's hard to yeah, keep dude, up with Connor. It's it's yeah, difficult. Just, all just all the
2: all the accolades. Uh, we appreciate you taking in this podcast wherever you are, Spotify, YouTube. Uh if it's your first time joining us. Welcome. If you're a return listener, we thank you for your continued support. Uh, we're recording this on the evening of November 2nd, um, right after the Texas Rangers won the World Series.
0: College. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean that, I knocked that? over my mic, and it hit the button. That's, apparently, my mic is not happy. That I was going to start clapping for you guys, so I said it for the claps, and I just turned <laughs> off.
1: That just looked like you were just so angry.
0: <laughs> no, I was, I was literally the trying D to come Bex up with guy over there. I was happy for you guys, and I just yeah. knocked over my thing, and it immediately turned off my camera. That's, that's a guy that lost $1,000 on the <laughs> for
2: the World Series.
0: Damn it. I have not cared about the outcome of the World Series since that's the Phillies funny. lost. Since then, like I was perfectly happy with either team winning. I'm happy for you guys that it was the Rangers. And in somewhat dominant fashion, too, right? Five games. Yeah. I mean, that's a
2: that's a quick series. So the old gentleman's sweep winning it in Arizona. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to a whole lot more. College football, NFL, basketball started, hockey's up and running, just the absolute pinnacle of sports in North America. But Connor, what are we
0: starting with today?
1: Ryan, you. Uh, fortunately, you already mentioned it, uh, and you are repping the merch there with the hat that you've got maybe, on maybe the Texas maybe if you Rangers the hat.
0: Podcast notes ahead of time. You know this. This is my <laughs> thing. I asked Connor what we're starting. I know <laughs> it, it, what we're be starting. Fair, that with, is true. You jackass. That's aggressive. That's aggressive.
1: <laughs> so, um, sorry but as ryan stated the texas rangers did take the world series in five games the diamondbacks only taken one game off the rangers uh, in this series and Corey seager uh ended up winning the world series mvp to become a two-time world series mvp he had won with the dodgers and now one with the texas rangers um some obviously very key players in this win uh Delis garcia obviously he wasn't able to play in the last two games but unbelievable hitting uh throughout the entirety of the playoffs just
0: the mvp of just, the overall playoffs probably yes 100 i think i, heard, I think
1: if if he played the whole thing he would have been the MVP I think he would have yeah. been out seeker for it
0: I heard the
2: uh, mayor of Houston gave him the keys of the city since he <laughs> owns them now
1: that that's <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's, crazy. Um, That's crazy. But man. I mean, along with the guys that, that kind of performed all season, I think some guys really stepped out of the, the shadows, the woodwork, if you will. I think Nathan Ivaldi kind of struggled a little bit through the regular season, but in the playoffs, I mean, especially the World Series kind of came Last out of nowhere. Night, he and had showed... no
0: business shutting them no. out. Absolutely <laughs> no, not. No. They should have put up so many more runs and he yeah. somehow got through six scoreless. It was
2: yeah. extremely you, impressive. you run that simulation a hundred different times? There is not one other time that he doesn't give up a run. Right. Yeah. And on and, and on the and other he, side of the, the field, the Diamondbacks guy, he was no hitting the Rangers through six. Yeah. Like he did
0: literally all you could ask for. As, as mm-hmm. soon as the Rangers broke the no hitter and got a run, it was over because yep. they had they like there was no reason for the Diamondbacks to be losing at that point. You hadn't given up a hit through six. You had all of these base runners the whole game, and as soon as they gave up a run and broke up no hitter, over it was done. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Just
0: completely took the wind out of their sails.
1: And I, I think it kind of, the fate was kind of sealed when the Diamondback center fielder made that error. Um, and then he missed the ball and it ended up letting two runs in right there. And then the Rangers, the Rangers uh, took it for I'll there. be
0: completely honest. I know it was 1 0 going into the ninth inning, but I turned off the game because I was that confident that the Rangers were going to win. <laughs> like, you could just Boy, tell. Like, there was no energy in the stadium. The Diamondbacks looked defeated. Like,. I, to me, like it, it was like this game's over. It's one run, and it's over. I know it sounds like a Phillies fan leaving the game early. Fuck the <laughs> Phillies. Um, but I mean, it just it just felt like it. You could just tell. So
1: I thought it was also impressive from a managerial standpoint. I know you said you didn't watch the end of it, Robbie, but um, they elected not to put Leclerc in. Yeah, it, they they stayed with the hot hand, which is hard to do, especially how good Leclerc has been the entire season. Uh, and they elected to to keep him out and to keep the hot hand in, and it obviously it paid off. So
2: that that man was. Throwing some cheddar. His last yeah. couple at bats, some of his breaking balls were gross. disgusting. Yeah. It was. I gross. mean, it was one hundred percent the right managerial call. Um, you know, the Rangers went eleven and zero in the postseason that's on just, the road. That's unbelievable. Sweeping the ninety nine win Rays, yeah, 2-0, beating Baltimore, one hundred and two mm-hmm. win Baltimore, sweeping Baltimore. They was that a sweep, or was that? Yeah,
1: no, we didn't. We didn't lose to the Astros. Yeah,
2: wow. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Just a superhero, just a superhero run from that franchise. Who again, if you had bet that it would have been a Rangers Diamondbacks oh, World Series, no both no those teams leading. two seasons away from both losing a hundred games in a season. Games. Like,
0: yeah, I, I saw like the preseason odds for the Rangers winning the World Series. They were the longest odds to win the World Series since like two thousand. So they were fifty to one. The next closest was the Royals when they won, and they were thirty three to one. So I mean, Holy just crap. a complete underdog yeah. coming into the season and to pull it out.
2: Which, like looking back on it, the Rangers actually had enough talent. I mean, mm-hmm. you got Seeger and Simeon. You, I mean, obviously some of these bigger trade deals came at the trade trade deadline, but the yep. Rangers did definitely before Ooh. the season started have one of the best, better farm systems in baseball too. Well, let's
0: not so. forget that you did this without Jacob Degrom too, right? Yeah. I mean yeah. like that I think that was the idea going into the season it's like they should be better. They know have bought older pitchers, but like right. very solid pitchers, and then you still win it with the most talented pitcher on the roster, probably. I know he's a little bit older and didn't pitch well this season, but still mm-hmm. probably the most talented pitcher on the roster. So I mean, I mean when, has-
2: when you yeah. have two of the three highest paid players in the MLB and yeah. one doesn't play in the playoffs, and then one was fighting an injury and then it got taken off the World Series like list. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You
0: you could be the Mets and pay like have the highest paid players (laughs) and like not even make the playoffs. So you could be the Mets,
1: but that's a tough one. So, yeah, shout-out to, to the Texas Rangers. Uh, a lot of a lot of Rangers fans would say about 10 years in the making there for the World Series because we felt like we should have had one, uh, which leads us into, ironically, our next headline. Nelson Cruz is officially retiring from a major league Speaking baseball. Speaking of who, that run
0: 10 years who, ago, yeah.
1: Who was a big part of that uh, World Series and Texas Rangers team 10 years ago. Unfortunately, has caught a lot of the blame and the flack. One for, strike um,
0: away. <laughs> one, of, one of those. I feel, like, I feel like you should not have caught... In, any of the plaque for that though like but he did i, I also i also think playing dude, great he just made that one error like, going you know going, I mean? like,
2: going back to that it's like he was playing way too far in like yeah. he shouldn't have been playing that far in and then the yeah. joe buck call of we will see you tomorrow night fucking lives <laughs> in my head is so rent-free because every <laughs> rangers fan knew we were losing game seven yeah. yeah he just knew it as soon as that ball went over the fence like that's the series
1: <laughs> bye Um, So I I believe he played 19 years uh, Major League Baseball. Obviously, had had a very solid career. Um, So congratulations to Nelson Cruz on his retirement, and hopefully, uh, we wish all the best to him. Uh, In terms of baseball, that's all I have. Obviously, the MLB season has concluded with the Texas Rangers as your World Series
0: champions. Uh, Quick, quick look forward to next year. I only saw the top odds for the World Series next year, and they are the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves are the are the favorites to win. So naturally, Mm -hmm. they'll throw, Um, but. No, that's you. That's your quick MLB preview for next year. All right, continuing so, on.
1: So I also want to mention that the last time that, that Dallas Sports had something like this, so the Rangers went to the World Series uh, in 2010 and lost, and then the Mavericks went to the 2011 finals and won. So now the Mavericks have to go to the finals and lose is what's probably. I'm happening. okay with
2: that. Or or the <laughs>
0: stars or the <laughs> stars could go, stars, go to the Stanley yeah. Cup Finals and lose. Either way, there you go.
1: There is some sort of that guy. yeah, absolutely. Uh, but speaking of the Dallas Mavericks, we're going to get into the NBA. Obviously, we we didn't have like a normal podcast last week, and this happened after the, the live stream that we did. Uh, but James Harden is now officially a Los Angeles Clipper after being traded from the Houston Rockets. Uh, he has not played his first game yet, but he will be joining the court. It's either the next game or the game after that with Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Um, and as Ryan said, five years ago, this would have been, like,
0: insane. Yeah, some,
2: somebody somebody on my career is just cooking <laughs> five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> would, would,
0: would this team five years ago have had a better record than the 73-9 and nine Warriors?
2: I mean, you feel like they compete for it. I mean, I feel I, like, like they, feel they have to be there. Talent-wise, if there's, like, no load management, if they're going for the record, right? Like, I, I feel like they have to be close. Yeah,
1: I, I would agree. I feel like people forget that that 73 and 9 team did not include Kevin Durant Right, I think everyone a, forgets he that. joined
0: the seventy three nineteen. That's why KD did so much <laughs> shit for it because like, yeah, dude, exactly. you joined literally the team with the best record of all time. Of all like, time, and yeah. you're yeah. supposed to, ring to
2: retire. You're supposed to retire as a top ten player of all time if everything right. works out. Like,
1: if that doesn't tell you how good Steph Curry was around that time, I just that <laughs> was, that just was, really that was
0: his that was his unanimous MVP season, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh Yeah,
1: that was. Did you oh, join yeah.
0: unanimous it, it, MVP. Actually, as like, you like second or third
2: in MVP voting.
1: Well, because he got back-to-back MVPs. I think the first one was unanimous, and I think that was 2014-2015. And then the second one wasn't, but that was the... Because he, he went back-to-back.
2: Fatigue or something like that. Yeah,
1: something like that. I don't know I don't know who was in it. Probably Braun or something. Um, so yeah, James Harden is now on the Clippers. That is uh, a thing now. That is happening uh, Friday. The NBA in-season... That's going to be tomorrow, so probably when this comes out. Uh, the NBA in-season tournament is starting on Friday. We have covered that in a previous podcast on how all that's going to work. There's five separate groups, and There are six teams to a group and they play um, and then essentially it'll culminate into a kind of finals uh, in December, uh, which someone will be crowned the in-season tournament champion. Uh, and the way that the schedule, I know a lot of people were worried about like the scheduling and stuff, but as a uh, as a soothing thing to fans, uh, you only end up playing one more game if you do end up becoming the champion. So they, they scheduled it around the season that they had already scheduled, so it'll be 83 games instead of 82 games. Uh, so not that much that much more fatigue, obviously. And, and the
0: games for the in-season tournament still count towards your regular season record. That is, that so is they're, correct. So they're not playing extra games. Those games, just yep. like they've taken a select few of the games and those will count towards the in-season tournament. Also, the courts for the in-season tournament are horrendous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty bad. They
0: are really, really bad.
2: I don't know oh, who green lit that one, but they need to be. Uh, fired. The, the
0: the Pelicans one is like green and purple. Like, I don't want to watch that. Like, that's going yeah, to exactly. hurt my eyes.
1: Um, and people were like complaining in the comments whenever they posted that. They're like, okay, so we can have these courts, but we can't have the, the trophy, the Larry O'Brien trophy on the finals court. <laughs> right. <laughs> because yeah. they took that other, like, we, that. We can have
0: this trophy thing. that no one is even going to recognize, uh, but we yeah. can't have the Larry O'Brien trophy on <laughs> yeah, it, it. Yeah, it makes exactly.
1: sense. It does make sense. Um, so yeah, speaking of the NBA, obviously it's very early into the regular season, but uh, we're going to just take a quick look at the standings just to kind of see some some surprises and some uh, some interesting things. Like For, Memphis Grizzlies. I,
2: yeah, that's oh, wild. Man. I was just looking at that.
1: Our 0-5. Oh, 0-5. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a tough look to the season. And not like a
2: close no. 0-5, like a minus 12 point differential 0-5. Yeah, 0 and it's pretty five. bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, they're, tough they're not good. Yeah. <laughs> They're not very good. Uh, but speaking of uh, successful Dallas teams, the Dallas Mavericks are uh, tied with the Boston Celtics for the only undefeated team in the league right now. So it have,
0: it, it Celtics, it
2: out? Celtics look fucking. good. Celtics are good. cooking. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah disgusting. Poor <laughs> Zingis looks as comfortable as I've ever seen him. I think like working in Washington, being the main guy, and actually finally being healthy. Like he he's in a really good system with a lot of really good players around him and. Yeah. They're going to be really fucking scary. On,
0: on the other end of the Eastern Conference, another disappointing team so far: the Miami Heat at one and mm. four. Although yeah. it seems like the Heat do this every year now, where they start off yeah, yeah, so slow. Exactly. Like, Should we blow it up, and then all of a sudden they're in the playoffs, to make the finals? Yeah, so yeah. don't think we don't think it's a panic button yet. But
2: well, yeah. teams that normally start slow, but apparently have started a little hot, the Warriors are also off to a four and one yeah. start. Have they, they usually start good slowly. point differential? Look, Steph looks good. I mean, yep.
1: Clay had a game winner the other day.
2: Yeah, you know, obviously, super early. Only four or five games into the season, but mm-hmm. hopefully, it's going to turn out to be another good one.
1: the uh, The defending champion Nuggets are four and one. Um, like I said, it's, it's so early in the season; it's really hard to tell anything. But I, I'll just mention real quick: Luka Doncic uh, had a 19 point game the other night, and is still averaging like 40, 12, and 10. It's, gross. <laughs> it's, so, it's disgusting! disgusting! Just, gross. It just absolutely through like
2: it. the first two games. He, I texted Connor. I was like, "Oh, Luka's averaging 42
0: 12, and 10." In the first two games, <laughs> uh, it's like,
1: uh and then he he's, did it again.
0: He's, he's all right. He's all right. He's not, not top five, though. Not top five. He's pretty good at basketball. I won't <laughs> lie to you. Um, um, the Hornets are one and three, but they started yeah, one gonna... and oh. So I'm taking that as a dub. Dude, uh, they I'm were gonna... over 500 for one day. So that is.
1: Let me read you something real quick because I read this to my roommates last night. I, I want to read you guys. So currently, the Charlotte Hornets have 10 active players on the roster, which is. It's really low for an NBA team. Yeah. They have 10 active players. Isn't it like players.
2: normally 12?
1: It's like 12 or 13 or something like that. But yeah. for whatever reason, they have 10 that are listed. Let me read you their their five bench players. This is their five bench players. Are you ready for this? Or the ones that have been playing at yeah. least? Please. All right, here you go. So it's Mark Williams, mm-hmm. Theo Maladon, dog. Maladon, dog. <laughs> Nick Richards, Dog, JT Thor, Dog, and Nick Smith Jr.
0: You're all, you're also forgetting Brandon Miller. I think has been coming off the bench too.
1: Who's starting? No, uh, he's La- not.
0: Mellow Ball, Gordon no. Hayward, PJ, Terry Rozier, and uh, Mark Williams are starting.
1: Oh, is Mark starting? Oh, the Miller's coming off the bench.
0: Yeah,
1: Theo Maladon, Nick Richards, JT Thor, and Nick Smith Jr.
0: Who? <laughs> They have dogs. They have dogs. <laughs> hey, Terry Rozier's been cooking. Scary Terry, team, for, Terry Terry's still got it for real. This Jerry, team is awful. Team it. It's so bad. It's really abysmal <laughs> to be honest.
1: Sad. Dude, they, I I don't know if I had them at like at, at like my bottom, but I certainly do now.
2: What do you mean you didn't have them at your bottom? Yeah, we did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure we cool. mentioned that they're
2: going to be really bad.
1: I, I didn't think I didn't know if they were going to be like that. I, they the are worst. second or
2: third <laughs> lowest win total for like Vegas preseason odds. Yeah,
0: Charlotte Charlotte sports are in fucking shambles right now. <laughs> it's it's really, I think, I think that's shambles. the nicest
2: way to put put it.
0: We'll yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk more about the Panthers though. We'll talk we'll talk more no, about yeah. Them we'll later get on, to that. Then.
2: Hey, you—you you have the Canes. They're way they're, better. They're in Raleigh, them. though.
0: They're not in Charlotte, so they're not a Charlotte sports mm-hmm. team. You—you you gotta take the wins where you can get them, true. man. You really do. <laughs> the Canes have not looked great to start the season. They're, they're picking it up a little bit, but they went on a little losing streak there to start the season. They're still second in the metropolitan. Yeah, they, shocking. They're, still, they're they're still very good, but. Yeah. SCOABs. <laughs> Alright, uh, in terms
1: of the NBA and the headlines and stuff, that is pretty much it unless you guys wanted to, to cover anything else um, but we are going to get into a quick little game a quick little sidebar here it's going to be 20 questions but it's not going to be individual for each of them. Uh, they, Ryan and Robbie are going to participate in 20 questions together so basically one of them is going to ask a question and then the next one asks the other question and the, the ticker keeps going down we'll see how quickly they can get it, I will tell you gentlemen so uh, it's going to be an active NBA player is who you're trying to guess he's currently playing and he is an NBA player. That is who you're trying to guess. So who you guys can work it work it out between yourselves who you want to uh, just want to alternate
0: questions? Yeah, 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 well, Adrian, you want to go first or you want me to go, me I'll, to go I'll
2: first? Go, I'll go first. Yep. So he's an active player you said, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, does he play in the East or West Conference?
1: I'm going to need a yes or no question, please.
2: Does he play in the East?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Does he play for a team that made the playoffs last year?
1: Yes.
2: Eighteen. Is he a front or is he a front court player? Yes. Huh. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Pulling up my list.
0: Does he play for a team in the northeastern part of the United States? Yes. The fact that he's- uh, no,
1: okay. but- no. Sorry, I'm gonna say no. Uh, so, so he's a Midwestern. Right my, bad, player. my bad, my bad, my yeah. bad. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say so no. So
0: is he? Is he in Chicago? Ryan, well, it's not it? your.
1: It's not your turn, is it?
0: I'm just. I'm just. I'm consoling mm-hmm. with my teammate here. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So he's a front court player in the East.
2: That is not in the Northeast. But yes. kinda of, Connor's kind of shaky
0: about that. So yeah.
2: yeah. Is he on the Chicago Bulls?
0: No. Okay, you know, just throwing is, that out there. Just is he on the Cleveland video. Cavaliers? No. Shit. The, the Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't make the playoffs, that ass. Ah, wow, good call. Good call. <laughs> is uh, he in
2: the um, Central, Eastern Central Division? Uh, let me double check. Sorry. Sorry I, I was asking Bucks, divisions because I d- thought it Bucks, Cavaliers, hard. Bulls, Pacers, Pistons. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: So I will. I will uh, say just. Just said so the I don't Bulls. Leave.
2: We said the Cavs. So to make the playoffs. Yeah. So it's, it's bucks. He's on the bucks. Don't even waste a question on that. Okay. okay. All
1: right.
2: Um. He's a front court player. Is he was, it Chris Middleton? No. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's fair to just start guessing players. Is it Giannis? I mean. No. Okay.
0: Does he have a twin? Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one? <laughs>
2: both on the same team. I forgot they're both there. They're both fucking there. <laughs> I forgot they're both there. I I don't even have. To.
0: Yeah, it's
1: Robin Lopez. Isn't yeah, it, it
0: is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I didn't even. For a second it was Brooke Lopez. I knew you were like Robin Lopez.
1: <laughs> uh, I will say I should not have had as much hesitation on the Northeast question for some yeah, reason. You moved, yeah, I, for some that... reason I moved Wisconsin over to State. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was Robin Lopez. Initially I put Brooke and I was like, it, it'd kind of be funny if I put Robin yeah. Lopez. So well once uh, it wasn't
0: Milton up. or Giannis, it had to be yeah. one of them. Unless it's like Giannis's younger brother.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah that, uh, Bobby Portis. He's a he's he's in the yeah. (laughs) That was a pretty good effort. That was that that was pretty impressive, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, you. We are going to move on from twenty questions now. We're going to get back into some sports. I have two uh, NFL headlines. One of them being revolving around the Raiders the Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis had given himself the NFL's October 31st trade deadline as his personal deadline to decide whether to make a switch not only at head coach but at general manager Davis ultimately fired Josh McDaniels and uh, Dave Ziegler from these positions Tuesday night less than two years after he hired them away from the New England Patriots so it kind of looks like the Raiders are are blowing it up and starting from scratch is what it looks Um, like
0: Connor I think I think you'll agree with this next tape take yeah yeah. but uh Mm -hmm. three Devontae Adams holy (laughs) shit it's pretty yeah, my, my dude, my dude should have had 150 yards and two tutties on Monday yeah. night. He was wide open, and Jimmy G's yep. back there throwing the ball with his damn eyes closed. I mean, you could and you could just see him after the game like he's just frustrated, and yeah. like he knows like he's now stuck on this team that's not very good. You mm-hmm. know, he's getting up there in age. I, you know, he's a great receiver still. He's still going to be able to play for a while, but I think he's has that feeling of I'm kind of stuck right now, and it's yeah, sucks. he is. Um, They're also starting Aiden O'Connell this weekend. Jimmy G is being benched. I I saw that. Um, So we will see Aiden O'Connell, AOC, starting for Mm -hmm. the Raiders this week. Like, he already played a game, and it wasn't great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I I think the Raiders are a potential trade partner with the Bears. If the Bears end up with two top five picks, and they decide they don't want to take a quarterback, I think that they would be a team that could be looking to move up and take Caleb Williams or Drake May. And they're just
2: going to ask so much for that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Those picks are just... I mean, obviously, the Raiders are going to be up there, too. I'm actually shocked they've won as many games as they have.
0: Yeah, I, I saw they were three and four on Monday. I'm like, how?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. I agree. Um, Justin Fields, Devontae Adams combo, question mark? Ayo. <laughs> hey, kind of crazy. If
0: you're the Bears, Get though, Darnell too. Mooney out of there. That dude's a fucking bum. <laughs>
1: If if you're the Bears, if you though, thought
0: any of the Bears receivers other than DJ Moore is going to be good this yeah. year, that's on you. I mean, we could <laughs> yeah, add... okay.
2: not a receiver. I thought Cole Komet would be slightly. He's, I mean, he's been
0: fine. He's serviceable. He's fine, yeah, he's like tight end eight right now in fantasy. He's not there that good.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah. if you're the Bears, Robbie, as you were discussing, do do you think they're at the point where they draft Caleb Williams? The
0: Bears. I feel like it's so hard to spend two real pretty high draft picks on quarterbacks within like three years. Yeah. Like that just proves that you have absolutely no plan to make your team better. If you're just going to keep taking quarterbacks, Yeah, I, I think everyone's like in this mindset that the bears are going to take Kale Williams. And I don't, I don't know why you do. I feel like you have so many other issues you need to fix. And like, maybe Justin Fields isn't the answer, but I'm not sure your team is at the point where you can firmly decide that he's not the answer.
1: Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. There
2: are a lot of of meaty teams that have potentially decent building pieces around them that need mm -hmm. a quarterback that Um, would pay top dollar to move up.
0: And if you're the Bears and you say you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and you shore up that offensive line a little bit and Justin Fields can't get it done with DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr. and a little bit better offensive line, then you can make the decision, okay, he's not the guy. Like right now he's throwing the ball to DJ Moore and being blocked by a bunch of turnstiles. So it's a little bit hard to make that decision of, whether he's a good quarterback or not. I think at least because he shows flashes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: 100%. Hey, hey, at least you're not uh, the New York giants and paid Daniel Jones.
0: How yeah. much fucking money over 40 it's, million a year. Speaking of offensive line turnstiles though. Holy shit. Those boys can't block to save their damn lives. They could lock arms, red or over, red or over, and they couldn't move anyone back. Like it's awful.
1: Um, speaking of egregious contracts, sorry. Quick throwback to the NBA. So, uh, so the NBA has implemented this thing on ESPN. Like you can go into the website, and it's kind of like Trade Finder in 2K, where it's literally it's literally like a system designed where you can like offer trades or whatever, um, and it shows you their ages and their their salaries, their contracts. Um, ben Simmons is still making $45, $46 dollars a year. I just wanted to say that disgusting ben simmons, it, it, ben simmons just amazing. falls upwards
0: it's really incredible next thing we always get be like a head coach like somehow it's, or the no. gm of a team bro we got like it's ryan gross. we got Luka
1: for cheap <laughs> like especially after yeah. that ad after that ad extension <laughs> it's bro, unbelievable hey you
2: heard me say pay him what he wants i mean see oh, all yeah, these dudes that. getting ludicrous contracts yeah, whatever he fucking yeah. wants whatever the max we could offer him
1: yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I just wanted to mention that about Ben Simmons real quick because I know I know we're big Ben Simmons guys here on on the show. <laughs> yeah. <Simmons. laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on to the next thing, one of the more surprising moves uh, before the trade deadline, the Commanders have traded away two of their star uh, three defensive linemen and uh, Chase Young and Montez Sweat for I believe Montez Sweat for a second rounder and I believe Chase Young was for a third round pick um so yeah that was an interesting move by the commander
0: <laughs> what why yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah
1: why, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm like uh doesn't seem worth i don't know i i know i know chase young has had some health issues i don't yeah i don't really get that move though to be honest. i i'm
2: not sure if i i didn't look at sweat's contract i don't know if that's just like a really bad contract for them if they're paying him too much i i don't know it seemed it just seemed odd because the commander's best part of their team was their front four. all of a sudden yeah. you just like threw two of them away, yeah. yeah,
1: for a second and third round pick. It's like I, I know right. second and third round picks are good in the NFL, but like right.
2: Well, I mean, we've seen a lot of like the the NFL is very different. Like getting yeah, a first round pick for a trade is very hard to come by. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's just a different league than you see in the NBA, where you're just hucking four first rounders for guys that are like like borderline all stars.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't I don't get the commander's thought process because like to me I don't think they're that far away from like competing for the playoffs like Sam Howell has looked better better than I think anyone expected expected, right like Hmm. he's gonna be on a rookie deal for a little bit like need some secondary help like this doesn't help you this just makes your defense way worse yeah yeah I I don't really I don't really understand the thought process Sam Howell Mm -hmm. kind of
2: has been like a Eagles killer even though like the Eagles like narrowly escaped both times Sam Howell's looked fucking nuts against them both times Mm yeah
1: Yeah. Uh, so speaking of the NFL, we are going to get into our Week Nine preview of the NFL. It's going to kick Woo! off tonight with Thursday Night Football between the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. A fucking sicko game that will And, be. I, and I feel like we have to, we do have to uh, mention Will Levis's performance after uh, taking the job from Ryan Tannehill this past week. I uh, ended up with four touchdowns, three of those to DeAndre Hopkins, uh, and he like he looked good. Like there's there was no two ways about it. He he didn't look so. It's go ahead.
0: It's really easy to come up with a game plan to throw against the Falcons. It's called don't throw the ball towards AJ Terrell and you're fine. Like, just throw it at anyone else. Like, it doesn't matter. Just don't throw the ball at AJ Terrell.
2: Also, how did Ryan Tannehill not figure out that if you throw to D-hop, sometimes good things will happen. He might be a little older. The dude can obviously still fucking play. Yeah. I mean, like, Will Levis is like, oh, let's just throw to the most athletic guy on our team, besides Derrick Henry, and you think good things will happen.
1: Yeah, I, I, I will say, obviously, yes, I, the Falcons' secondary is not good other than, than AJ Terrell. But I will say, you could tell that the Titans, and this might be kind of a good thing, they wanted to take risks, which they never really did with Tannehill, because I don't think they trusted his arm all that much. Whereas Levis is like, even if you had concerns about his deep... Deep accuracy or medium accuracy, like he can huck the rock, like yeah. he can yeah. toss the ball as far as he wants to toss the ball. So, it, and that's what happened with like three of the like all three of the yeah. throws, you know, so two of the throws to D hop, two of the touchdowns were just bombs. And then one of them was actually a good slant that he hit him with. It was like this, it, it was like a, like a
2: naked bootleg to the right. He's like scrambling backwards, just
0: like it was nothing. Jesus Christ,
1: yeah, yeah. his arm strength is, is pretty uh, incredible. Um, but so yeah, let's get into this week. Let's get into uh, our favorite spreads. I'll, I'll take my favorite spread first here. Uh, a big AFC matchup between the five and three Buffalo Bills and the four and three Cincinnati Bengals at Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati is currently favored by two points. I don't think they get it done this week. I think the Buffalo Bills uh, come out swinging. I think that Josh Allen has a has a four touchdown game, and yeah. I think the Buffalo Bills uh, end up beating the Bengals uh, and obviously covering because they beat them wants to go with the next I like summer.
0: that. I'll, I'll, I'll go with mine. Um, I, I got burned not too long ago uh, picking against this team in the spread, mm. I'm, and I'm going to do it again because I don't know <laughs> my mistakes. Uh-huh, yep. But the, the Seattle Seahawks are being disrespected right now. Yep. They are 5-2. and two. They've played really, really good football, and they just made another big acquisition of the trade deadline to shore up their defensive line. Um, the Ravens are favored by six points at home.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know if the Seahawks will win this game. But I think they cover six points. It's, I, think um, it's I, fair. Like, I, I like to see Hawks a plus six there.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair fair estimation. Ryan, you got a, you got a game you like?
2: I do. It's going to be actually the earliest slate on Sunday. It's going to be the uh, Chiefs and the Dolphins. Now, the Chiefs got fucking embarrassed oh, last weekend against the Broncos, losing yeah. 20-something to nine. Mahomes didn't look that's good. Mahomes crazy. hasn't looked good this year. It's Mah- bad, Mahomes
0: flu game. The Mahomes flu <laughs> yeah. season.
2: Yeah. Dolphins have got shit pumped by the two good teams they've played, the Bills and the Eagles, and I think the that, that was a big wake up game for the Chiefs in Denver. They're going to go to Germany. They're going to get a grip. They're going to beat the Dolphins by two scores. I think they cover one and a half easily.
1: Says easily? Uh, do we do we want to swing it back around on the snake and do, do the over under, Ryan, or do you want me to me to go? Uh, you,
2: the you, you can go. Sorry, it wasn't. No, fine.
1: Um, so here's what the situation is. I'm not even going to look at the number. I chose my game and I'm not even looking at the number whatever the Colts Panthers over under is I'm going with the under because that, <laughs> that game is that
0: terrible me. there's a I lot of those- game
2: there's a lot of games on the schedule that are just slammed unders
0: <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna say actually Carter that' a little bold because like the Colts and Panthers defenses are both abysmal. But the over/under is 44, and that is just oh, way too high. That is just high. simply <laughs> way too high. That's, too awesome. that's a touchdown too high. So, so I do, I do like that pick. I'm going to go to another yeah. game that's going to be just, just ugly. Uh, the Kirk uh, Cousinless Vikings mm, visiting Joshua the Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs, yeah, Joshua Dobbs with no Justin Jefferson. First game with the Vikings visiting Atlanta, who also can't score because Arthur yeah, Smith is just a football terrorist. Um, the over/under is thirty-seven. It's still going under. It's yeah. uh, just simply yeah. still going under. Gentlemen, you missed the biggest free under Uh-oh. of the weekend. Bears, Saints, forty-one and a half.
2: Saints, <laughs> Saints games ten in a row have gone under for the Saints, and you got the fucking Bears. Why is that in the forties? Under Dude, this is this is going to be the horrible weekend for Bears. <laughs> <These laughs> Holy shit! so, tonight, this is be so bad. under Vikings game under Bears game Ooh. under and and Panthers under. I, I think that I the think ice. that's a four-game <laughs> parlay that hits with ease.
1: <laughs> um, just to qu- mention really quickly, uh, to Vi- so in reference to Robbie's game he the Vikings and the Falcons. Like I said, Joshua Dobbs has been traded to the Vikings, and it uh, looks like obviously with the, with Kirk Cousins unfortunately tearing his Achilles. Prayers up for Kirk Cousins. Obviously, we hope he he recovers. Um, but Joshua Dobbs looks like the new starter. Reportedly, the Vikings were actually trying really, really hard to trade for Jameis Winston. And they wanted Winston to be the starter. That
0: dude, Janus. <laughs> that would have been crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's that would have been I'm sick. Would've would've been been sick.
1: So I was actually, I was really hoping that would happen. And then when Josh Dobbs popped up, I was like, "What?" Um, and then also, Got Desmond. Oh, Keep go sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I was saying yeah. that. Um, also, Desmond Ritter has officially lost the starting quarterback job, and Taylor Heineke is now the starter for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so two two quarterback changes this week for for what? that game.
0: So what yeah. happened? What happened to your boy, Connor? He's He's terrible. He's, He's a really bad. bad. He's <laughs> really bad. He's <laughs> really bad. Imagine, imagine
2: um, Dave, if, um, James got traded to the Vikings, dude, I wanted James, James to go so bad. gets hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wanted James to go so bad. Uh,
0: I know, I know we're not revealing last week, but I get to mention the fact that the Panthers yeah. did pick up a big W last week and Bryce Young you proved go. that he was the right pick and number one overall, uh-huh. proved it. Played yeah. CJ Stroud. Um, Fellas, the Panthers could still make the playoffs. Let's not let's let's not let's not gloss over the fact that the entire NFC South is dog shit. This is,
2: this oh, is a sports yeah.
0: podcast. This isn't some fantasy land. Let's let's get let's get it grow. <laughs> I didn't say they were going to make it, I just said that they could. It's, it's it is fun. it is
2: really gross that the Falcons are leading at four and four, dude.
0: Correct what I, <laughs> I say. You said you said they were going to win ten games. I but I said was I, but
1: before that I said they were going to win the division, and then I said they were going to win. 10 I, games. I'm
0: just thankful that the Bucks
2: regressed. They were three and one at one point, and Baker was looking like an all star. Yeah, and now, that was and now they shit the bed.
1: So I'm I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah. It looks like most of the teams have kind of leveled out to where we expected them to be at this yeah, point. Right. like that, that's generally how it goes. Yeah. Because the Bengals were so bad and now they're four and three, and it's like it's it's making more sense now. So it's dude. I'm in some league where
0: people dropped both T. Higgins and Joe Burrow. Mm. And so now I just got them both for free off waivers. What? So like an yeah. eight person league? No, ten person league. So that's gross. You just, so you just
2: simply don't drop Joe Burrow in a ten person league.
0: Or T. Higgins. T. Higgins has been
2: kind of ass, but like I still that's, don't that's, think
0: you can drop him. No. Yeah.
2: Also, so. um, before we get off the NFL, Cowboys, Eagles. Yep. Um, yeah. In the afternoon slate, big, 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 big game for the NFC East. Um, Both teams pretty poised to make the playoffs. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine really they don't. Eagles in the middle of a gauntlet. They got like – they got um, – let me read the schedule off for you guys. So the Eagles played the Dolphins last week. They get the boys this week. Then they get the pleasure of playing the Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. All teams that are like
1: four Yikes. games over 500 right <laughs> yes, oh. That's, that's <laughs> tough.
0: so there should, are, be, should be fun. There are not a lot of good games this weekend.
1: I, I'd say there's three. I'd say there's Bills, three. Bengals, uh, Cowboys, Golf Eagles, and then Dolphins, Chiefs.
0: Now, yeah. uh, Seahawks, Seahawks, Ravens. Seahawks,
2: Ravens. So there's four. Yeah, And then everything right. else is just fucking awful. It's really
0: bad. How are Dude, the, the Jets four and three and the Chargers are three and four? Can, yeah, we, no just, can we just wild. take a moment there and mention that too? What? Nope. No idea. Dude, the, Whoa, the Eagles lost to the Jets. That's their only loss. Yeah, J- that was wild.
1: Wow. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. I was Dude, very the happy. The Bucks and Texans. What is this weekend? The Bucks and Texans. The Rams and Packers? Dude, what's going on? It's, it's a sicko weekend, one. baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Gi- Giants up. Raiders. <laughs>
2: Dude, this is such a bad. Week. Oh, that might be the, that might be the worst.
0: No, but that's, no, a that's bad. Bad. Ty- Tyrod Taylor and Darren Waller are both out, and Daniel Jones also is. Who's starting at quarterback for the Giants? Wait, what? Yeah, who's their third it's, string? It's also Cardinals Deshaun Watsonless Browns.
1: Wait, what? Who's starting for the Giants? Oh, uh, uh, is uh, the guy that, that came Sean in last week? Barkley. <laughs> It's yeah, exactly. De- Devito,
0: T. Devito. Don't worry, he went two for seven last week with a negative one passing yards. So I think he's oh, ready if, for the for the if challenge. If
1: you go to the Giants depth chart, he's not
0: even listed. That that's that's correct. That's <laughs> that's, that's they just wild. signed him this week because Tyrod was hurt. Oh, oh, oh. like he oh. like he, they like they signed like a full contract this week. Don't worry, Waller and Saquon are both out this weekend too. <laughs> Wait, Saquon is out? I
1: just he's,
2: saw Waller was out. He's questionable, and it's you know, apparently he's not trending in, out. The right, in the right direction. Pain! Yeah. That's a wild game. All
1: right. Um, wow. So yeah, let's, mo- let's move off the, the NFL real quick. <clears throat> that was Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, we're going to get into another quick little sidetrack game here. It's going to be another blind ranking. I'm going to give each of these gentlemen uh, five things to rank. Uh, you guys have been given separate things. So I remember I wrote this before, so let me pull it up real quick because uh, I was going to do it on another podcast, but unfortunately we had run out of time, so I was unable to do it. Um, But for both of you guys, it is going to be franchises, and I'm going to give you the the specific league that I'm talking about. Um, So Robbie, we're going to come to you first because I have you listed first on my notes app. You're going to be ranking NFL franchises. So this is their entire history just of that specific franchise. Okay. Um, all right. Number one, the Chicago Bears.
0: Mm. So the, the Bears obviously have one of the greatest teams of all time, if not maybe what many people consider to be the greatest NFL team of all time. Outside of that, if you look mm. at the Bears history, yeah. it's not a lot to ride home about. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, there's yeah. not a lot going on. Mm. I, I think just because of the 85 Bears, I think I have to put them at like three. But I mean, I think I think their definition of like a very mid franchise. They've had some really high highs and some really low lows. Yeah,
1: yeah that's I know. fair. Uh, number two, the Green Bay Packers,
0: one of the original franchises. Um, obviously, the uh, Super Bowl trophy is named after one of their coaches. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So great history. I feel like there might be better teams coming down the line. Um, obviously, there's a couple of teams that have more Super Bowls than the Packers. Do. I'm going to put them at two.
1: Put them at two. Um, number three, you have the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh God, he's got he's got no most, respect for the rings. The '90s most, rings. Most dis, well, most hyped up and disappointing franchise ever. You guys are fans. Whatever. Would you disagree with that? No. In terms of <laughs> disappointment. Not.
1: Well, I mean, in our lifetime, but I mean the '90s. Like, you can't discount the the amount of Super Bowls. If I hear the I, Cowboys I can, the listed in the '90s, 90s. No, no, no. But, but this is this 90s, is a franchise man. ranking. Like, this isn't a a twenty two thousands ranking.
0: I can do whatever. This is my rankings. I <laughs> no, whatever you're whatever right. I'm <laughs> just I'm just saying. <laughs> Somebody uh, cooked this man.
1: So you uh, so the fourth team is the Miami Dolphins.
0: Five. That that's right where they should be. I, again, have had a great okay. team in their history. Not a lot outside of that. So
1: now the last team on this list, going in your number
0: one slot, Panthers, 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 Panthers,
1: Panthers. The New England Patriots. Oh, I nailed it.
0: Oh. <laughs> Cash. The only thing I'd probably swap is the Cowboys, Cowboys and the Bears. Bears. Yeah, yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's solid. I've Fair heard enough. worse. Yeah, it's, it's it's not
1: the worst I've ever heard. Now watch me cook. <laughs> Ryan, uh, we're coming to you, franchises, but it is the NBA this time. So you're oh going to be covering the NBA franchises. Uh, number one here, we have the aforementioned Milwaukee Bucks.
2: Mm. Mm. This, is a, this, is a, this is not an easy one.
1: Recent wow. NBA champions.
2: Recent NBA champions have had some, obviously, some big names. Had Kareem, yeah. got Giannis, big Brown.
1: Oscar Robertson, <laughs> getting there. God, <laughs> yeah.
2: Between Kyle Korver and, I'm, I'm between three and four for the Bucks here.
1: Okay.
2: You know, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with four. Okay. And I think that That's might good. be s- slightly insulting to some, but uh-huh. you know, I didn't put them in five, so there you go.
1: Uh, number two, you have the Cleveland Cavaliers.
0: Mm.
2: Did somebody say the five spot? Because I just <laughs> found it.
0: No, I Lebron. Uh, yeah.
2: I I I, I kind of wish I put the Bucks at three and Cavs at four. Um, it's it's but you it's, didn't. It's it's going to be tough to put the Cavs at five because I think there yeah. are some teams that could definitely be a little bit worse than them.
1: Yep, but I'm gonna do it.
2: Oh, and, he's, um,
1: he's going for it. He's besides Bron Bron
2: and you know Mo uh, Williams. Ilgalskis, maybe like Larry Nance, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry. Nance was hard. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> uh, third team on this list, the Los Angeles Lakers.
2: That's that's got to be one or two. Yeah. And if I the Celtics aren't on the list, it, they got to be one. So we're going Lakers at one.
1: Most NBA titles in uh, in NBA history. So I feel like that's a fair mm-hmm. a fair yeah. placement. You just there. you
2: just got to put them at one. You can't wait. So,
1: so with the two and the three slot left, your fourth team is the Orlando Magic.
0: Mm, that's tough. That's, 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 <laughs> that's a tough that's scene. Tough. <laughs> you had to know someone was coming worse yeah. than the Cavs and the
2: bugs. You had to know that. Yeah. Should have put the Bucks at three. Hindsight's a bitch, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, the Magic got to go at three. Shout out Shaq. Uh, Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. No. Ma- I mean, yeah.
1: Like, e- e- as, much, you know, as much as like, the Magic haven't had success, they've had some fun players, but I mean, like you said, yeah. Shaq, Penny Hardaway, Team Mac, like Dwight Howard, right. and, like all that stuff. Like it's, it's been a fun team, even though they've been. <laughs> pretty bad throughout the, through Three, the three's
0: a little high for the <laughs> for the magic there yeah i'll give very a, I'll give yeah <laughs> you, you'd rather have them both the Cavs and the, the bucks but yeah. you know, there's yeah, nothing yeah. we can do
1: uh and then your last team is the golden state warriors
2: i i, I think two is a is a fair spot yeah. with that list it, it, sh- just, it should I mean, be yeah. lakers warriors bucks
1: Cavs, Cavs, magic yeah <laughs> i would say so Fair ranking, yeah. other than you just you you put too much faith in me. You thought I didn't give you yeah, a uh, but... little <laughs> well,
2: disrespectful. Put the bucks is, the the bucks that low. I apologize. Yeah.
1: It's, it, you know it's all right. It, you you were
0: you were strategically playing it. You didn't know what what was going to yeah. come. Yeah, back, I wasn't
2: so. I wasn't sure if you were just going to twist me
0: around and you know give it to me. So <clears throat> I was what? waiting for him both times to drop in just some abysmal franchise at five because <laughs> he knows that <laughs> we like to leave the top open. Oh yeah,
1: Charlotte Hornets. That's <laughs> what so I was waiting for. I was like Whoa. Charlotte Bobcats.
0: <laughs> they're they're um, the same now. We've got their no, history back, so they're all they're one and the same. Uh, all
1: right, uh, we're going to move on from that. We're going to get into our college football preview for this week. Robbie has compiled the um, five games that we're going to be ch- selecting for the them this week. Shocker, shocker! It's all the ranked games <laughs> is what we're um, And I from- also,
0: I also don't have an update for the standings. I'm going to assume okay. that I'm still winning, and the Connor's probably in second, and the Ryan's in third. It's, well, it's I'm, just, right. I'm just, I'm just going to assume that. Um, I yeah, feel pretty yeah. confident that's probably the case. Fair point. Um, so we're going to start off here a, a nice noon kick in Austin, Texas. We have the Kansas State Wildcats visiting mm. the Texas Longhorns.
1: Who wants to Who wants to take this one? Big Twelve matchup. I,
2: I think you should, Connor. This is your conference.
1: I am really conflicted in this one because I know a lot of people were saying, "Oh, you know, there's no way that that K State go, goes into Austin and takes one off of them." I'm Texas right now at home is only favored by four. Quinn Ewers, I believe, is still injured. Um, I don't know why I have a feeling that K-State is going to come into Austin and ruin the party. I feel like Kansas State goes into Austin and takes a win. I, I don't even have, like, reasoning why. It's just kind of a gut feeling. Um, and this week could be really bad because I know some of the other ones that I'm picking. Um I'm gonna go with the upset here. I'm, I'm gonna go with K State, even though I mean uh, Texas at minus four isn't isn't a huge upset, but, but I mean I think in in fans' eyes that would be a relatively big upset. So I'm going I'm gonna take the Wildcats.
2: Connor, I love that fucking pick, and I think you said it for all the right reasons. K State yeah, yeah. coming in hot. I think they're eighty-one to three in their last two games. they have the best scoring See, two to three. Excuse put, some
0: me. Respect but, put some respect on them.
2: They got the best that's scoring cool. defense in the Big 12, and when you put a best scoring defense in a conference against a backup quarterback, good things are bound to happen. Mm. I think at the minimum, K-State covers, and it's a field goal game, but I really do think K-State wins this game, and I think that's a great pick.
0: If, if the Texas Longhorns were going to Manhattan, Kansas, I think, I think I'd agree with you, fellas. Oh. At home... Damn. I, I understand Quinn Yours is out, but I don't Austin's just I not that scary. Austin's not, not as scary. It's, place it's to not play. like K-State also just has like weird voodoo in Manhattan that like always holds them out. Sure, sure. and mm-hmm. um, sure, sure. right. they're not gonna have that on the road. Um I, I do think it's a close game. I agree, but I do I do think Texas finds a way to pull this one out and stay stay towards the top of the Big Twelve title race.
2: For Alabama help, I'd love for Texas to win, right? They you know, the, <laughs> we the, the, actually yeah. need Texas to lose. We need the Big 12 to implode.
0: Because the thing is, like, we if, you get, if we win the SEC Championship and Texas wins the Big 12 and we're both at one loss, they're going to put Texas in over Alabama right? because they have the head-to-head.
1: Yeah. Fair point. What's the next one, Rob? Uh,
0: next one up, a 330 kick. Uh, probably the toughest game that the Georgia Bulldogs are going to play until they get to the SEC Championship game. Uh, the Missouri <laughs> Tigers, who are having a great year, ranked number 12. They are. Yeah. number 12. Uh, coming into Athens, Georgia, to play the Georgia Bulldogs. Remember, guys, last year, Missouri gave Georgia a scare in Columbia. Mm-hmm. It was a close one. It was the closest game, again, that Georgia yep. played in the regular season last year. Um, they're still favored by 15 points, which probably feels about right still. Yeah. Um, but that is that is the scene.
1: Also, just as a note, if you're listening and you didn't know, the um, this is no longer the AP poll rankings. The college football playoff rankings did come out this past weekend. They, these are the new official rankings. So as Robbie said, Georgia is now number two. Uh, obviously, they were number one before, uh, but we'll see If P rankings. Georgia is number two, and Missouri is 12 currently.
0: I completely missed. They put Ohio State at one. Completely missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But, Which probably makes sense. Ohio State has the most impressive wins out of all the sure. top yeah. five teams. So it's like yeah. you kind of have to. I get that. Um, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go again first here. Um, Georgia just finds ways to win. Annoyingly, I, I do think the Bulldogs will pull this one out. Um, obviously, I completely agree with Robbie. Other than the SEC championship, and if if they make the CFP, Missouri is going to be their their toughest task of the season. So I, I do think it'll be a good game, and I don't think. I think 15 and a half may be a bit disrespectful to, to, Missouri, to a I,
0: Missouri team that's kind of been cooking. But, but Georgia always finds a way. You no, know, they'll be up maybe by yeah. a score in the third quarter. And the next thing you know, you look up and they're up 24. 100%. Like that's it, yeah. it. It's just one of those things. They just seem to pull away right at the end.
1: Yep. I mean, you, you remember like the Warriors, I, they still do it, but remember that period of time where it was like the, the after halftime, the third quarter adjustments, and then they would cut, they would be tied and then they would come out and be up by like 20 or whatever. Steve yeah. Kerr would have them up 20. Kirby smart kind of does that, but it's like in the last quarter. Right. <laughs> it's like the same thing, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Georgia here. Uh, don't have a ton of you know specific reasoning as to why. I just think that, as Robbie said, I think Georgia just finds finds ways to win. I agree.
2: I think Georgia's gonna win this game. I think actually, Mizzou probably is up at halftime just to give them a little bit of a scare. I think Mizzou is able to start fast. They've had they have some good wins against Kansas State. They beat um, Kentucky last week um, had a close loss to LSU you know going into Athens is never fun um, but like Robbie said this is the best team that Georgia is going to play to the SEC championship game and I think that they will give them a little run for their money in the first until those second half adjustments come in I do think I do think Mizzou covers I think 15 and a half is nice I think they probably lose by two scores Mm mm-hmm
0: I'm only basing this off the fact that the Georgia Bulldogs are due to lose an SEC regular uh, season game. They haven't done it in a while.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They're due. Um, they're coming off of obviously a rivalry game last week that they had to get hyped up for. They don't have Brock Bowers. True, mm. big loss. Big True. loss. I the, the, no basis in reality. Do I think this is going to happen? But I'm going to pick Missouri to win this game. I just I just feel I like, like Georgia's due. You don't have your best player, and you've now seen the offense like. I think Florida, obviously Florida is not very good in the first place. But additionally, you hadn't seen how Georgia is mm. going to run the offense without running it through Brock Bowers. Yeah. You now have some film to see what they're going to do. Missouri's offense is good enough to score on Georgia. Yep. They mm-hmm. have a really good receiver named Luther Bruden. Um, really good player. He's been playing well this year. Give, give me the Tigers. Give me the Tigers. Let's see a crazy upset. I'm horny. Give it to me. I love let's it. Get, let's get wild. You're what? Next game up, another 3-3. Another what? You heard him. You heard him. Let get me it. cook. Uh, the next game up, Connor will be in attendance for this one. Big time matchup in Stillwater, Oklahoma. We have bedlam this weekend. Number nine Oklahoma Sooners visiting the number twenty two ranked, which no one thought was possible, with the lost to South Alabama. The number twenty two ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys.
1: Ollie Gordon is my uh, is my man. So good. That's, He's yeah. so good. Food <laughs> dribbles
0: uh, skulls off the fucking yeah, ground.
1: It's <laughs> pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll should let I Connor go, pick this one last? last. Yeah,
0: we'll yeah, let yeah. you pick this one last, Connor. I really want to pick Oklahoma State. Like I really want to. Yeah. And if know. Oklahoma hadn't lost to Kansas last weekend, I would be picking Oklahoma State. I just you just lost to Kansas. Like I know Kansas is better than it used to be. But yeah. Like, you got, that has <laughs> to fire you up, right? Like you you still lost to fucking Kansas. Mm. Um, I think Oklahoma pulls this one out. They unfortunately seem to have Gundy's number a lot of the time. They're coming sure. off of a big loss that they shouldn't have lost. I think they'll be focused. Um, I I do. As much as I want to pick your team, Connor, I do. I do think Oklahoma pulls this one out.
1: Mom and Dad will never let you back home. <laughs> Ever.
2: I I think Vegas is giving the rivalry game some respect with giving this line only minus six to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. um, I think they they are you know emotions run high in this game. OU is like ninety something in twenty in this yeah, in this bad. rivalry <laughs> series. It's 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 been pretty brutal. Um, Most of our wins have come in
1: the last decade. Yeah, <laughs> so it's late.
2: last last Big Twelve matchup for for bedlam here. Um, I I really really agree with Robbie's point on if Oklahoma doesn't lose to Kansas, there's this is a good trap game yeah your rival is right here you're potentially undefeated looking forward for a college football playoff or looking forward to texas in the big 12 championship game again i I just don't i just don't think it's going to happen i think oklahoma state some receivers have come out of the woodwork obviously ollie has improved your secondary has gotten better you actually found a quarterback i think obviously this is a completely different team from the south alabama game Yep. Yeah. and deserve to be ranked in the top twenty-five. I just don't think they can get it done. So I'm going to go with the Sooners.
1: Not so <laughs> fast. You just can't pick the Sooners. You go there. <laughs> you, had you
0: had to. Yeah, I, that's I, was why I wanted you to go last. I knew who you were going to pick. You know, I would just be disgusted
1: with myself right, <laughs> if yeah. I didn't end up if I didn't pick the Cowboys in the last bedlam ever uh, the, the school that, that I currently attend I absolutely have to go with the Oklahoma State Cowboys though uh, despite head logic <laughs> but I will say that as you guys said this is a completely different team than it was from the, the the beginning of the season if you had told me after South Alabama that we would be ranked that we would even be ranked I would be like what yeah. the hell are you talking about I didn't th- I didn't know if we were gonna make a bowl game after that South Alabama game, which is funny because that's kind of what happened in 2021 when we ended up making the Big 12 championship. Um, but yeah, like you guys said, obviously, Ollie Gordon is like one of the best college football running backs currently in the country. Um, yeah, Ryan said the, the the receiver thing, Alan Bowman has played, has done exactly what we need him to do. Uh, a big part of this team that I think is going heavily underlooked. Oklahoma State has allowed the least amount of sacks in the entirety of the Big 12. The O-line is come brand new like for for whatever reason like the o-line got whipped into shape and actually in the offseason most of our transfers were like four star o-line and like a few from tulsa a few from wherever and obviously whatever system that they're using with those guys now is working because as good as all he is you know we're we're still giving him the ball 30 times a game obviously that has a lot to do with your o-line like i said bowman isn't really great in terms of his movement uh but he's been sacked not that many times and he hasn't been pressured that many times because of that o-line so i think that'll come into play i think that I think there'll be a lot of battle battles in the trenches this weekend between the O line and the D line of both teams. <clears throat> I mean, obviously Colin Oliver on, on Oklahoma State. Uh he he's one of the better, you know, defensive players in the Big Twelve. I think there are there are a lot of interesting matchups here. I don't really think if I'm trying to like logic my way into it, I don't think Dylan Gabriel's all that great. Granted, our secondary is, is a that's
0: a good I think that's a good take. That's a yeah, it's a valid take. Yeah. So
1: I I think we may be able to take advantage of certain opportunities. I don't see OU being able to stifle Ollie, to be completely honest. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna obviously they're gonna provide more of a challenge than I think we've had previously, but I still don't think they're gonna be able to like completely shut him down. I think we have a chance, even even though if head logic might say otherwise. I think there's a six point line there for a reason. Last Bedlam yep. rivalry game, emotions run high. Typically, those games there's the closest one. So I think there's a lot going into this game. Um, and as much as a lot of people are saying, oh, OU oh, is is gonna run away, away with it," I think the, I think the Pokes could uh, could have a sneaky one here. So yeah, that's one. Like for. I
2: said, that that Vegas line is pretty telling. You're telling me that an Oklahoma State team that lost to South Alabama, going against an OU team that beat Texas and it was yeah. ranked like top five at one point is only like a six point favorite. I think yep. that's, that's interesting.
0: hundred um, percent. just, uh, you're talking about not making a bowl game. Connor, um, just, just as an awareness, for on the Clemson Tigers are four and four mm. <laughs> and they might not make a bowl game. <laughs> be they are playing Notre Dame this weekend, which I, yeah. if they play like they haven't playing, there's just no shot in hell yeah. that they're beating Notre Dame. Um, their next couple games, they have the Georgia tech yellow jackets just came off a big win against the North Carolina Tar Heels. There you go. The next weekend they have the North Carolina Tar Heels. And then they finish the game with a rivalry game against South Carolina. So you have to win two of those four games. I don't, don't think yeah, it's unreasonable pretty tough. to finish the season five and seven. Just a little aside there. Yeah, um, next game up at 7.30 Eastern time, the Washington Huskies coming into the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum to play the USC Trojans, coming off just an awful streak of football.
1: Washington's gonna piss on the Trojans.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be really.
1: Bad. Washington yeah. is going. I think it's gonna be three scores. Anyway. How, how Bro, many
0: Cal. how many tutties does Penix throw for
2: against Five. this defense? This is the worst defense in the Maybe. in the Pac twelve.
0: Bro, Cal scored forty nine points last weekend. It
1: might be six. He might throw over six. Dude,
0: I, the I texted... over under is seventy
2: six and a half. That's just not high enough. It's just high. not high enough. What, what I texted I texted crazy. you guys
0: last week in a halftime of the Cal game. The over under was set at eighty eight. I said take the over. It hit because the total points was ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Over, do, um, I yeah. yeah, I did. I, I've been on the Washington train all season. They, they're they're just gonna piss on him. them. going to be bad.
1: It, I think at least three scores. Washington the, favored
0: like, by three.
1: That's, that's disgusting. A, a, I, yeah, I don't get that at disgusting.
0: all. Disgusting. I think Caleb yeah, Williams is gonna have a great game. I I do because like, he's gonna yeah. have to to give that them any defense. chance <laughs> of winning this
1: game. Boy, yeah. both, both of these team.
0: quarterbacks combined have thrown for forty nine touchdowns on the season. <clears throat> Dude, they might throw for forty nine Saturday night. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Dude, back to, um, like
1: Pac twelve defense is is like the old or like twenty fourteen Big Twelve defense. Like they they, yeah. they like
0: flipped it. I would I would not be surprised to see them trade touchdowns up through halftime. Yeah, and then eventually USC is going to start turning the ball over, and that's when Washington's going to go away. Yep.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming we're all <laughs> we're all going to Washington. Yeah. on time. Yeah. But yeah.
0: The Huskies. All right. And the last game of the weekend, Ryan and I will be around the it's, area of this one. We might not be in the game, but we'll be there. Uh, um, the LSU Tigers visiting the Alabama Crimson Tide. The Crimson Tide looking for revenge for an overtime loss last year in the Bayou. Um, Connie, you want to take this one first?
1: I get – I'm struggling. This one I'm struggling with. I There are oh, – Man. LSU, even though they have two losses, there's a reason that they're ranked 14 with two losses. Like they're two pretty, pretty decent losses. Um, Bama has had some scares here and there. I'm just, I'm not super confident. Jalen Milrow, especially when you compare him to, um, to Daniels. I, I'm gonna because I, I literally think I'm just gonna like logic it in terms of I went with the upstate with the K State game so I'm gonna go with the favorite in Bama here like you said they're looking looking for revenge from last year losing losing to LSU they are at home I think that I think Alabama Tuscaloosa I think one of those places where you never really want to play them in Tuscaloosa I think obviously the stadium is gonna be rocking um Alabama favored by three here. I legit can see this game going into like double overtime. Like I, I think, I like I think this, also
0: like last second field goal is very much still on the cards.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think I this will game will be goes sweating
0: like, this entire game. I know yeah, I will. Yeah, be.
1: yeah. I think this game goes to the very last second, the very last play. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think purely from a pendulum sh- shift thing, I think I'm going to go with Alabama.
0: This this game comes down to LSU's offense versus Alabama's defense because mm-hmm. our offense and their defense has both been shaky this entire year. Yep. The Alabama defense has been very, very good, especially since the Texas game. The LSU offense is electric. Jane Daniels is fantastic. Um, that's really what it comes down to. Much like Connor, there's just simply no way I'm picking against Alabama. Um, <laughs> I do think that they win this game. I, yeah, it's going to be close. Like, that, There's no way that I think that I would comfortably say we're going to cover three points because yeah. we absolutely could lose this game and we absolutely could win on a last second field goal. 100%. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Alabama in, in a tight one.
2: Yeah. Nick Saban will have these boys ready to play. Alabama played their best half of football against the Tennessee Volunteers. They went down at halftime, down twenty to seven, and Oof. outscored them twenty-seven to zero. The defense yep. stepped up. The offense just started doing what they were comfortable with, with help from the Tennessee Volunteers, just absolutely shitting them, collapsing. Yeah. I, I've never seen such a badly called second yep. half up two scores against a, a rivalry opponent. Regardless, I think that gives the team some good film to look at, a good feeling coming off a rivalry game into another one. It's able to have the boys ready again. It's another revenge game. I think Bama wins. I do think they cover, but it's oh, going to be. I think it's going to be a sweat the entire game.
1: Yeah, y'all, have, y'all have me scared that that I, Tennessee game. Our our <laughs>
2: defense, I just, I simply don't think has been talked about enough. I think very, our defense is really very, good. very, very good.
1: Yep. There's a cat in the background.
0: What you a gotta lag. What a, he's what the a fourth football. member of the podcast. He's sitting at his food bowl, disappointed again. <laughs> Me going in the kitchen looking for snacks. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Opening the fr- the refrigerator like four times just to see the same thing in it's it.
0: It's got to change, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so yeah, that that is our fifth and final game for the pick'em. Uh, we will try to have those posted. Robbie, I'm going to send you the uh, the template, and and I'm going to have I'm going to have you post it. You did well. a great. you did a great job last week. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we have two more quick headlines to cover, um, and then we're going to get into a little bracket that we're going to be doing. Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou fought um, the other day in a boxing match, and then I'm going to a split decision after uh, first-time boxer Francis Ngannou took Fury to his limit, even scored a knockdown there. Uh, Francis Ngannou, if you don't know, is, is a big-time uh, UFC fighter, and currently Tyson Fury is the world he- heavyweight champion. Uh, I think it's the WBC um, and the fact that Ngannou was even man, managed to hang with him in his first boxing match, knock him down, and then go to a split decision in a fight that a lot of people thought he should have ended up winning uh, is, is pretty unbelievable. So just, just props to uh, Francis Ngannou in that fight against uh, Fury. And then lastly here, sadly, Bob Knight, whose Hall of Fame career was highlighted with three national titles at Indiana, uh, one capping an undefeated season not since matched, has passed away. He was 83 years old. But obviously, one of the uh, the premier college coaches of all time. So yeah, one
0: of the best college basketball coach personalities of all time too. The, the scenes of him throwing Just chairs, the will best be tantrum thrower, thrower,
2: dude. Yeah, <laughs> no one can match that. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: absolutely so uh so rest in peace to bob knight and obviously well wishes and condolences to his family and those around him we are going in to get into our last thing here we're doing a bracket uh in honor of halloween that was a few nights ago we're going to do a bracket with halloween candy now just so there's no there's no bitching and moaning about the seating i looked up basically what the most popular halloween candies were in the united states and i compiled a list Uh, there was like top tens and stuff and i had to fill the other six slots with like Extra ones that, that they had said, so this isn't. This is mostly objective. <laughs> so that's how the seating kind of works. I, I
2: highly doubt that, but we'll see. We'll, we'll
1: find out. I yeah. Mean, hey, hey, this is how you know. It. There's no Mike and Ike's on the list, so that's how you know this is purely objective. Uh, that's valid.
2: I did. I did have some Halloween candy
0: in the office today. Can't lie. Damn straight. Only three small pieces. I was good. 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 Oh, they're all fun size, so they don't really count. You know. Yeah. It's on I, my laptop. I dinner also.
1: So we, this will work the same way that we did like the uh the city, the sports cities. Basically, Ryan and Robbie will discuss it, and if they can't come to a consensus, then I will be the uh the tiebreaker. So we're going to get into it here. Our first matchup. Rena oh, what? What did I just say? All right, let's try that again. <laughs> Rhesus peanut butter cups mm. versus three musketeers.
0: Dice. Dice. It's Dice. just it's just a wipe. It's just a real
2: estate. This is
0: this let's get this straight. This is not Purdue and Farley or not Farley Dickinson. Um yeah, Farley Dickinson. That's this that's not this matchup, right? This is like do and somebody Like, like a D3 die. school. You <laughs> yeah. fucking nailed that. Yeah. You nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it's well, been a long fucking day, all right? Robbie's <laughs> drunk. I was I've been in I have been in training for the last three days. It's been fucking that's, brutal. That's tough. No.
1: All right. Uh Twizzlers and Hershey's. Fucking love Twizzlers. I. You're a Twizzlers guy?
2: I am a chocolate guy through and yeah. through. I will normally pick chocolate over any of like the other shit nine times out of
0: ten. A little bit of a slut, right? Sue me. <laughs>
1: hey, yo. So, Robbie, what are you going in?
0: It's Twizzlers. Hershey's is the most boring candy to ever. It is. It is. It is. Horribly boring. boring. He didn't specify.
2: Is it just Hershey? Hershey's milk chocolate? Just plain?
1: Yeah. It's like you're saying Hershey's. I'm assuming that's just Hershey's. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I get. Yeah.
2: As 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 meat as that is, and you could obviously have the dark chocolate with almonds, which is a lot better, and some of the other like Hershey's dark chocolate is gas. I'm not gonna. The 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 cookies cookies and cream cream too.
1: Yeah, people like that one a lot. It's fine.
2: (laughs) I'm taking all the variations over Twizzler.
0: I'm just not just a big wrong. licorice guy. You're just, ah. Yeah, well, I'm not yeah, out here eating black licorice. I'm eating fucking Twizzlers, yes, which sure doesn't man. even really count because it doesn't taste like licorice at all. Didn't ask. It's not ask. But Hershey's but through. Yeah, it's just, in, that's just disgusting. <laughs> uh, you're snick- just both wrong. You're just both wrong. But okay. Um,
1: th- I just wanted oh. to mention this real quick. Um, I am. <laughs> I want to mention this real quick because this made me really upset when I was doing uh, the quick research that I did for this list. So I found something that was basically what the most popular Halloween candy was per state in the U.S., like what people handed out the most. And there was one state in the U.S. that uh, candy corn was on top of the list. And I want you to guess what state it was.
0: Is it a state that like produces a lot of corn? I'm about the- I was just thinking the same thing. Um-
2: Let's.
1: Uh,
0: yeah,
2: I was I was, thinking, Kansas, I, was, in I was I was. I was gonna go Iowa. That's what I was I thinking. Guess. I was thinking
0: Nebraska. You're. It's geographically cl- close.
2: Indiana, Missouri, one Kansas. of the Dakotas. You're, you're
1: too east. You're too east.
0: One of the Dakotas.
2: Colorado.
1: Uh, you're too east. You're too. Oklahoma. I, Idaho. No, nope. More west. Wyoming. Missouri. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's Utah.
0: Okay, we were getting there. We we're getting there. <laughs> You almost got there.
2: I said Colorado. I mean, you just should have said you're you're, yeah, you're
1: yeah. Touching it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so the matchup here is Snickers and Candy Corn.
0: Snickers. Hands down. Agreed. I, I will say I think candy yeah. corn gets a bad rap. I will absolutely That's eat some candy corn, but it's not better than Snickers. So. God, Robbie's got some weird candy takes. I'm not going to <laughs> kind of agree, man.
1: <laughs> uh here we go. This uh this was kind of a sleeper, one of these was uh, in terms of seating. It's Twix versus M&Ms. Mm.
0: It's the best matchup. Match best matchup Best matchup of the day. Twix
1: was a 13 seed. Like Twix got snubbed.
0: Uh, <laughs> see again, we have to we have to clarify here, right? If we're talking about just basic M&Ms, I'm taking Twix. I know what you so mean. Like if we're bringing in some like yeah. peanut butter M&Ms,
2: Mm-hmm. The, yeah. then we
0: have a different discussion the, go the pretzels crazy. M&Ms go oh. fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah oh my
2: god this I'm... one's
1: tough because like Twix whenever they rebranded with the left and right thing like it actually made it, it made them way better and i was like damn like these are kind of cooking this one's hard Twix and M&Ms is hard I,
0: I i would i would take twix
1: i'm deferring to you guys
0: i think i, I got to take it. twix because right. like, I, I think about like we're talking about Halloween candy, right? And, like the M and M's people hand out on Halloween are either the plain milk chocolate the ones, or ones, maybe yeah. some peanuts, yeah, maybe yeah. some peanut M and M's. and either That's one of those, I'm taking Twix. Fucked! About I
2: want them. some M and M's and popcorn right <laughs> now, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude. Don't
1: give it, dude. Freshman year, that was <laughs> it's
2: like all oh, I had. <laughs> like, all
1: right, uh, we got a matchup here: Skittles and Butterfinger.
2: It's a mid-off right here. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Skittles is like. I think one of my friends said it the other day is like the most popular Halloween candy that that people hand out. Like statistically,
2: I know I'm gonna break my my rule. Of my nine out of ten, I'm picking chocolate. I think I, I think I go Skittles. I think if, I'm if more in the mood for Skittles more often than I am for a Butterfingers.
0: I'm, I'm a Butterfinger guy. Connor knows this when we did our candy trip I, I do Butterfinger remember and A lot of people did not appreciate they that. Not like that. I, I don't care. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I like Butterfinger. The, the texture is just unique, man. Like You get the chocolate I on the that. outside and then it gets crunchy in the middle. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Damn, this Connor, one's hard. You have, hard. To, make, you have, to, you have I to make the decision.
1: Oh, uh, this one's hard. Because I do like Butterfinger too, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with with my brother here. I'm, I'm going to go with the Skittles.
0: On, <laughs> just getting shit on. I will
1: Super say, like, fun. I hadn't had Skittles in a long time. And a couple weeks ago, there was, like, a pack or whatever. And I had them again. I was like, damn. This, <laughs> I was this, like, those this are this kind of good. This one's <laughs> close.
2: This one, yeah. like, is not, like, Hershey's versus Twizzlers for me. This one could really depend on my mm-hmm. mood. But I'm going to lean
1: towards Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, yeah, if there's any debate about this next one, I might scream. So, it's Hot Tamales and Sour Patch Kids.
2: Sour Patch Kids, yes, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not as crazy about Sour Patch Kids as a lot of oh, people I are, but they're Sour Sour <Sos>. just they're not in the same zip code. As not
0: <laughs>
1: not yeah. even close. All right, um, so so Starburst, and l- let me specify this next one: the Tootsie Roll lollipops. So like the ones with the Tootsie, Tootsie Rolls Pops. in the middle. Yeah, Tootsie yeah, Pops. Pops. To-
2: Tootsie Pops. Pops wins. Or is- <laughs> so that's okay. I was just yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that.
1: Uh, Milky Way versus Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So Hair no resident. I okay. I, Milky I, I Wives are very overrated. I, 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 I want to go back right? to the
0: last matchup. I was just specifying that they're called Tizzy Pops. I absolutely would take Starburst. Oh, shit. Oh, oh wait. Oh, Sorry. I was, oh, I was just shit. specifying the name. I, 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 I would absolutely. We got to go, go
1: back. go um, back. So, Ryan, you said Tizzy Pops?
0: Yeah. Starbursts are just.
2: Eh. You're you're just wrong. What is oh it is my wrong god, stop being so <laughs> ugly.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Robbie on this one. I'm gonna yeah, go with the star. <laughs> See, the only problem is I don't like I like the lollipop. I don't like Tootsie Rolls. And so I don't like when it gets to the yeah, middle. Throw it away <laughs> when it gets to the yeah, middle. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like <laughs> it's a whole part of you the candy. Rather, that's just pointless. Wait, wait, wait.
0: You would rather have the, the lollipop part of a Tootsie pop than Starburst? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Not just just eat a it. fucking no, lollipop. No, no,
1: no, no but I, I was saying that no no. I was saying that's the reason that no, I would I, take I, Starburst. Oh, yeah, over. No,
0: I was I was getting on Ryan, just saying he just oh, throws it away and he's <laughs> angry that, <over> is, <laughs> that is kind of funny.
1: Actually,
0: yeah. He's angry
1: at me. We'll move Starburst through there. On to the second round now. Reese's peanut butter cups versus Hershey's. Reese's. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's got to be agreed. Dude, Uh, but you got to.
2: Oh my God. This is disgusting. Frozen Reese's. Mm -hmm. Check
0: this out. You you can get the pumpkin shaped ones. Like the shaped Reese's are better than the Reese's Reese's? eggs for Easter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh With the trees do you trees down. for Christmas? Yeah. Shut it yeah. down. If so you
2: said Reese's eggs. we Uh here
1: you go. Here's a matchup. Snickers and Twix.
0: This is a matchup that's closer than most people would give it credit for. <laughs>
1: I yeah. Because word. I think
0: Snickers <laughs> we talked about the talk Snickers is very overrated. Correct. I,
1: so. I agree. I think Snickers is overrated. I think. I, I mean per- I would go Twix, to be completely honest. Uh, I'm a whore for a Twix.
0: <laughs> I'm, I, I'm on board of the Twix train. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm there.
1: All right, we got a uh, we got a little fruit matchup here in terms of the candy: Skittles versus Sour Patch Kids.
2: I'm gonna get shit on for this take, and it's gonna, hey, I'm gonna go skills. Skittles.
0: I don't. I don't hate that. I don't think. I don't, no, this is a close matchup for sure. It's Sour Patch Kids. <laughs>
1: I'm also I'm also going to be uh, going with Sour Patch Kids. So I, I figured
2: I'd lose that, so I'm not too upset. <laughs> it's about it's
1: it. a fair point. Uh, the last matchup in the second round: Starburst versus Kit Kat.
2: Uh, it's Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, I don't what to none of t- that.
0: Oh, you're none of. it. <laughs> are you going Starburst, Robbie? I'll I'll go Kit Kat because if I don't, I'm just going to be overruled. Oh, no, so no, you were going to go Starburst. <laughs> it doesn't actually. I would have to think about it, but it doesn't matter. So yeah, <laughs> we're just going to go enough. Kit Kat.
1: Fair enough. Um, all right, and we are in the uh, the semifinals, real quick. We final are, four, first, one might say. Yeah, final four: Reese's peanut butter cups and Twix. God damn it! <laughs> yes, it's, it's, a, it's a tough
0: one. It's, it's, it's been a it's been a Cinderella run for Twix. I, I don't I don't know that I can move them past. They're, they're
1: playing the juggernaut, man. I don't I don't it, know that I can do that especially because like
0: howway is cold enough like you can still get the Reese's a little bit cold it's not the same as put them in the fridge or the freezer like mm, you, you do get a little bit of that that mm, cold in there see here
2: here's here's the thing at me mm. I'm a chunky boy I enjoy I enjoy my candy if I see if, if you're putting a twix right here, You're putting a Reese's right here, and you're like, Mm. choose one. I say, no, I take both. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's essentially how this that's how this goes down. I'm never having to make a choice between the two, which is why I'm I'm sitting here
1: upset.
0: (laughs) You are not. All right, well, well, here we'll put it this way: you have to make a choice. You, you know, you're a kid again. You have to Mm. walk up to a house for trick or treating. They have a bowl of Reese's. They have a bowl of Twix, and the person's standing right there. And they're like, you can take one piece of candy. Uh They're watching you. So you can't can't pull the shoe you take a handful and run away. They're watching you. Mm -hmm. And they say, you have to pick one piece of candy.
1: Damn. Damn, he got you. Dude, I think I'm going Twix. Wow. Wow.
0: I
2: think (laughs) I am. That's kind of crazy. My my heart spoke to me on that one. I'm a little little emotional over
1: here. (laughs) Robbie, you said – the Reese's peanut butter cups. I did. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to side with you. You, my friend. I agree. Yeah, that hurts. I. I, hurts. I and don't get me wrong. Like Twix has, in the past five years, has shot up in my candy rankings. It's like easily top five now. But Reese's has always been the number one for me. So it's like I, I gotta go Reese's. Uh, on the other side, Sour Patch Kids versus Kit Kat.
2: Kit Kat's made a strong run, mm. and it's gonna continue it <laughs> into the finals. <laughs> Because I know you're not picking Sour Patch Kids. You don't just, like Sour Patch Kids. They're just not. They're fine.
1: Most you ever of had the ones?
2: I would not waste calories on Sour Patch Kids.
1: You ever had the watermelon ones? I so would
2: cool. go in and pick chocolate-covered pretzels over Sour Patch Kids. I'd pick fucking snack mix
1: Cheez-Its over Sour Patch Kids. That's that's crazy. I'll no, give you the not. chocolate-covered pretzels because chocolate-covered pretzels are gas. Gas, I don't know yeah. About that. yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, th-
0: I think Kit Kat is, is better than Sour Patch Kids.
1: Damn Pets. it. All right. We got to move on. I would yeah. prefer but... Don't care. Uh, the finals funnily enough are the number 1 and the number 2 seed between Reese's Peanut yeah. Butter Cups and That's Kit surprising. Kat. Where are we going?
2: I I will I will give this to Reese's. Um yeah. I, for me it is Reese's Twix Kit Kat
1: okay. Snickers
2: okay. I think is as well. You said you were going to go with
1: But you picked Twix over Reese's last round.
2: Sorry, sorry. Yes, Twix. Twix Reese's cat he's, he's he's flip
0: flopping here kind of we can't trust yeah, yeah just, y'all are in he's my just head i i'm i starving so the and dinner recy sweeps
1: the uh, the winner of the Halloween candy bracket is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I'm excited to do a bracket later in a few weeks. Uh, that will be talking about Thanksgiving food because there may be some oh, heavy dude, disagreements I, I with Thanksgiving. Some, I
2: have some fucking opinions and they're <laughs> going to be heard on this on this podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. I have I, I have good. some takes and they're not good, but I do <laughs> have that.
2: some. I got some white ass takes in your yeah. <laughs> So stay All tuned.
1: Right. So that bracket was the last thing that we were doing. Who wants to uh, sign us out?
0: I can do it for myself and Ryan and Connor. Thank you for listening to another great episode of the podcast. Uh, Please like, subscribe, interact, all of those things on all of our social media. And please gamble responsibly.
1: Bye-bye.